0: Roll them.
1: All right. We're going to start hot with some listener feedback who is adjudicating a dispute from the last pod. Okay. Uh, If you'll recall, we did Armageddon for our last pod. And before we continue with our disaster themed movies, um, we had a a friend of ours, an old friend, Alex, write in and basically try to help us adjudicate the dispute over... uh, It was was kind of a three-way dispute. It was... Emma believed that the whole problem would be solved by just bringing women. women. Um, I maintained that they brought exactly the right people and that if you're going to save the world, I would 100% bring oil rig roughnecks, not fancy scientists. And Kara, what was your thought?
0: I don't remember. I, I th- think I thought, this is the best we can do. <laughs> yeah.
1: you just You were down on the oil rig roughnecks.
0: But I do love them
1: okay well but you just didn't think they could do the job so
0: no the problem was i didn't i didn't realize why we didn't bring in people from all around the world
1: oh yeah well it's because america's the best and this is what we're bringing in so he he writes in says this as a former roughneck slash current oil field employee it is easier to teach roughnecks to go to space than to teach an engineer literally anything (laughs) lol (laughs) and then he continues um what does he say oh shoot i lost the second piece of his input
0: well i guess that oh reason being
1: up. okay reason being like in the movie you have one driller and all his hands they take orders the engineers would die before they agreed on what to do okay. which i have known some engineers and look man engineers are great for a lot of things they're great at if you want to carefully construct a building over a period of years they are the best If you are, like, trying to drill a hole into an asteroid before it crashes into Earth, not helpful. It's
0: not. It's not good. They're not good in a crisis.
1: They're not good in a crisis. So, So so, the solution to all of our problems is more female roughnecks.
0: There you go. (laughs) That is the perfect combo. Uh,
1: There we go. Hey, and welcome back to Movies Our Dad Made Us Watch. The podcast where three sibling frenemies discuss the movies their dad made them watch as kids and that they reluctantly learned to love. I'm Ricky. You'll hear Kara and Emma. Come join our crazy family. All right, we're back with our second of our I, possibly three disaster-themed I movies. I it has to be three. I think we got to go through. Oh, because
0: the last one's Signs. Yeah, got to oh, be Signs. End
1: of the world, man. It's all end of the world stuff. So uh, we're doing arguably... No, I don't think it's arguably. We're doing the worst, one of the worst of all the disaster movies, but that we have a deep connection to and that we Uh, love. Yes. I think we we all love. Mm -hmm. So let's start with this. We're doing the movie The Day After Tomorrow. And if nobody remembers the movie, they remember two things. They remember the poster, which is the frozen Frozen Statue of of Liberty. Liberty in the middle of New York City with the water like up high. Yes. And... The giant wave hitting New York City. Yes. Yeah, everybody remembers that. All right. So, uh, going into the movie, how many self high fives <laughs> out of five would you give the day after tomorrow? Now, as mm. we established last pod, this is not
0: how good it how is. How
1: good it is. This is
0: how much you like. How
1: it. much you enjoy it.
0: I enjoy it. Uh, Three point five. Really? I loved this movie when I was like. 15 16. okay what was your
1: 15 year old rating
0: five <laughs> <laughs>
1: five out of five for, i was
0: like this is the best
1: well i mean two of those points were jake gyllenhaal
0: Ugh. probably
1: I don't know or maybe one for jake one for dennis one Quaid. for jake one for dennis okay that's a weird 15 year old thing but yeah. uh okay emma? but currently 3.5 emma currently,
0: 3.5 now emma oh 2.5 You didn't enjoy it. I I don't know if it was just I was like sick the last time I watched this. (laughs) Spoiler alert, guys. Emma's sick every other week. Every time she watches a movie, this is true. So
1: either yeah, but that's how you get a lot of movies in though. It's true. I mean, but I also that's one of the few joys of being sick. Like every time I get sick, I think, man, I'm sick again. But then I also have a, a movie. But at least I can watch that movie. Well.
0: Don't don't want prednis- to Don't take prednisone and watch disaster movies. Oh man, that's Because then fun. you get paranoid. That's great. But I couldn't like deal with the pacing of the dialogue <laughs> because it was like bomb drop. And then yeah. they take a beat that's too long. Yeah. Like there's you're supposed to react.
1: Dun dun dun. <laughs> and it's like, yes, it,
0: we know it's all bad.
1: It's a movie in which every beat that is silent <sighs> should actually have Bom bum. Yes. <laughs> like it, it, it mm-hmm. should have been made in like the fifties or mm-hmm. the forties or something like that, where every like Dennis Quaid line would have been like, "It's gonna be another polar ice age." Dun dun <laughs> dun. dun. Like that movie. arguably, that would improve the movie. Yeah, it so, would. so much. It would, it'd be so fun
0: instead of just like a zoom in on the face. Yeah. That chart isn't two to four months. That's two to four. That's, that's weeks. weeks. Bum bum
1: <laughs> bum. It just keeps getting higher as we go. Yeah. By the end of the movie, it's bum yeah. bum, bum.
0: Ah. bum. When the Statue of Liberty goes underwater, yeah. that's when it. Crescendo. It's because they run out of
1: octaves. This is a movie where you, <laughs> if you're doing that, you run. You start out bum bum bum, and then by the end of the movie, you're not even 15 minutes in when you're like bum bum bum, and then 30 minutes in, you're just like, I'm out of keys. Yeah. We're we're done. We're, we're
0: done.
1: I don't know what what else.
0: I don't know. Drama. Okay, we'll talk
1: about that. Uh what's yours? I would give it like honestly, a very enjoyable three out of five. Yeah. Like I I three out of five for me at least is I enjoyed the movie. Yes. I enjoyed watching it. But it's not like, oh man, this maybe is, you weren't glued. Yeah, I'm not like glued in here. Yeah. Um but it's but it is one of those movies. We'll get into this in a second. Actually, we will get to it now because we're going to do a favorite <laughs> segment and if there's any memorable lines. But this is one of those movies where the first third of the movie is so absolutely crazy. They destroy so much stuff yes. and it's so fast and yeah. it's so intense that the second half of the movie, by comparison, is like, oh, we're still in the library. Oh, he's still. I w-. thought
0: that too. I was like, why is it suddenly more peaceful?
1: Yeah, because... When I remember the movie, all I remember really is the first half, and then eventually Dennis Quaid get you know gets to his, gets kid. to his kids. Um, so let's do the synopsis though, because okay. it's a probably a pretty David. brief David synopsis. This
0: it needs it needs like a, a it, title. We need a title.
1: The David synopsis. The David synopsis. That's yeah. what it is. Okay.
0: After climatologist, <laughs> there we go. I can't ever do it right. Climatologist Jack Hall, Dennis Quaid, is largely ignored by UN officials when presenting. His environmental concerns, his research proves true when an enormous superstorm develops, setting off catastrophic natural disasters throughout the world. Trying to get to his son, Sam, Jake Hall, who is trapped in New York with his friend Laura, Emmy Rossum, and others. And others. Others. Jack and his crew must travel by foot from Philadelphia, braving the elements to get to Sam before it's too late. This was released 2004. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so we're past the Y2K panic, but we're, like, still pretty worried. So, um, here's...
0: smack dab in the middle of, like, we're going to be dead Yeah, by...
1: 2012. Yeah. By 2012. Well, okay, so what you got to remember about the movie is the structure of the movie is... Everybody remembers basically the first third of the movie, which is everything falling... You know, uh, yes. New York gets flooded. Like the giant super tornadoes in Los Angeles. Oh,
0: I forgot eating yeah.
1: the a, a Hollywood sign. Yeah, there uh, were...
0: the like seven tornadoes in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah,
1: it's just it goes crazy, 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 and then basically like. And what's interesting about this movie is in most movies they're trying to prevent the end of the world. Like Armageddon is all about we're trying to prevent Armageddon. Yes, the day after tomorrow. Is basically like, yep, that's pretty much it.
0: It's already here. Yeah. And that's it's, about it.
1: <laughs> like, they don't actually save the world. They basically just watch the world mm-hmm. get nuked. Yeah.
0: With I super see. tornadoes. And then we're left to the mercy of the third world countries, like the yeah. president says at the end.
1: Yeah. Well, and yeah. So there's so many. I have so many geopolitical questions about Thank this movie. You. Oh, my gosh. I have so many questions about, like, why is this the plan? Why is this happening like so uh, but do you have a favorite with, with all that being said this is one of those movies that even more than Armageddon is like like the <laughs> the the, uh. the science and things are held by the thinnest of papers together. Yeah, it's like when you did you ever make um, those like uh, card towers when you're really bored. Like with playing cards? No, I was never good enough to do that. And so you, like, like you have like the playing cards. Like that's what this movie feels like. If Armageddon is made out of popsicle sticks. Yeah. Which is this like. Is this is made out of. playing cards. cards. Okay. And you're like. Oh, it's One push is like. Wait, wait a second. But I will say this. For the movie. We did all see it in the theater. Yes. Okay. So what was your connection? Do you remember seeing the movie in the theater? Or seeing it at home? Or yes, like, I do. Okay. What was it?
0: I remember seeing it in the theater. And it was like one of the first PG-13 movies that dad took me to see oh, that's in a big, theaters. That's a big deal. Which was a big deal. I don't want to say how old I was, but <laughs> it was time for me to see a PG-13 movie in theaters. Uh, yeah. I'd ha- seen them at home, but it was a bigger deal to go well, see. Well, and
1: it. also because my dad was always real careful about like knowing what's in the movie. Yeah. So whenever you show up to a movie that you've never seen in the theater, you just never know. Yeah. yeah. Case in point, El Dorado.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you can, you should show up and you're like, wait, whoa, what what whoa. is happening? Yep. So, very
0: clearly remember that. Yes. Um.
1: So yeah. This, so
0: yeah, this was my first PG-13 movie, I think, or maybe Mission to Mars was. No, that was, wasn't,
1: that wasn't PG-13. It was PG. It was PG, yeah. It's yeah. scary. Oh, yeah. I, it is scary as heck, but it's still a PG movie. But what about, yeah, I loved it. What about you, Emma? Do you I don't remember? think
0: I went. With you guys, to the you theater. probably did
1: it. Did you see it at home? I
0: remember seeing it at home. Like, I remember the, renting it a lot on that big TV we had. Oh, oh it was yeah. like blocky. The, the block the, TV, the, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that, I, that was like, when TVs would that. come out
1: like three feet from the wall, yes.
0: yeah. That's why we built that huge, built in. We have like our a giant house. alcove in the, my parents' house
1: <laughs> that now is just like a giant alcove for yeah. no reason. It's great. Um, I remember seeing it in the theater. I'd seen movies like this. This is yes. totally like in my dad's sweet spot, our dad's sweet spot, and yeah, the same it was it was just uh, it was like, yep, this is like as soon as the preview came out, I just knew we're all going to see this movie. <laughs> like this is this is happening, and also I knew two things: my dad's definitely seeing this movie, and then two, my mom is never seeing this movie. No, she hates movies like this so much. So I, I think don't my get
0: it why? I think
1: my dad had kids just so he would have people to go to the movies with. Yeah, for things like this. It uh, or maybe mom movie. had the kids for that reason, but
0: to take dad, yeah, to the movies. to take yeah. dad to
1: the movies. Um, what do you do? You have a favorite scene?
0: It has to be the scene where the wave is coming toward New York. Yeah, that's
1: iconic, man. And it's, it's like uh, doo it, 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 doo It still it's holds terrifying. up, man. It, the CGI, it is still a great the theme. CGI yeah. still holds up, man. Like, you're like I was watching dang. it
0: while I was like cooking and stuff like that. But then when that part came, I was like glued to my yeah. screen. Uh-huh. Oh man. Absolutely glued. And it's just a great, like you still feel scared. Yeah. Like imagine seeing that. Cause it's like, what do you do? You can't do anything. No. Yeah, it's too late. Ooh. It's too late. Like you can't <sighs> go anywhere. This is probably where I, um, my fear of drowning came in. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I would hate to drown if I like, it's the worst way to die.
1: Well, but it's not—it's it not that episode. long. I mean, it's not like yes, it is. It's I don't not know, like know. Remember, cancer. I was
0: almost drowned one time, <laughs> and it was really bad. Like it was very scary.
1: Well, uh, yeah. My, do you have a favorite scene, Emma?
0: I like the scene where the the snow, like the frost, is like sweeping through. Oh, that's fun. That that's one's so terrifying, fun. and it's like it feels like a mm. video game because they're like running from it. Yeah, but it's like the whole time before that they're saying like, if you go outside, you'll freeze, and yeah. everyone's like, no, we won't. Yeah, we're not yeah. gonna freeze. And then that <laughs> happens, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh okay, J.K." Yeah. I
1: think my my favorite scene is related. It is the, I, the fa- I have a favorite scene I remembered, and then another favorite scene that I was like, "Oh, this one? is pretty great." Okay, um, I love the scene where the giant shipping freighter oh, is yeah. sailing oh, through yeah. New York, and this the, Roland Emmerich, who's the director of this, like he's he's the director of Independence Day. He's he's just he's known for making these giant end-of-the-world blockbuster kind of destruction movies. And he's always coming up with new destruction. Mm -hmm. And so this movie, like, he's, like... Like, I just like to imagine that there's a writer's room where all they're doing is cranking out, like, (sighs) like, scenes where you're, like, okay, now this is, like, now it's serious. Now it's crazy, you know? And it's, like, what if we had... What if we have a... And they have, like, just words. They're, like, what if we had shipping container... Pyramids? No, you know, like shipping vessel, Hawaiian No. Uh, uh, what if uh, New York City, shipping standard New York City? Ding 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 ding. And like, yes. Yeah. And he's and I imagine that he's just like on a platform above all the writers, and he just goes that. <laughs> and they like put it in the movie. That's how I imagine it.
0: He's like Creed in that part in The Office <laughs> yeah. where he's good, like, Kevin. Good, Kevin. <laughs> bow body, bow body, bow body. <laughs> that's
1: that's my role in Emmerich. That guy. Uh, okay, so that was my fa- then my other favorite scene that I forgot. Okay, but I was actually I remember loving in the theater was the ice wolves that <gasps> oh somehow yes. somehow. Ricky, somehow I had so
0: many questions about the wolves. So, I know,
1: I know. You're like, wait, w- wait. Where did, they come from? Wolves? Where did the wolves come from? Why are they in New York City? <laughs> the wolves of New York. What, like, are there no other food sources in New York City for these? Why are wolves? there just three? Why are there why is there three? Why did they CGI the
0: wolves
1: (laughs) when they easily could have just hired dogs? And why were they the only
0: ones that got out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of questions. But I remember in the theater going like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. The wolves. Uh, And then I think we have to mention our city's appearance oh
0: my gosh oh of course this was a big deal for dad too
1: this was a big deal man in el paso yes they they came didn't they shot some footage in el paso
0: i remember when they did that
1: and it was like and the el paso times has always like had this vibe (laughs) of like um hollywood picture shoots (laughs) on the border actor dennis quaid you know like yeah and then it's like actor dennis quaid did not appear but he will be appearing in In the the movie." movie you know and then and then it was like Two camera guys came and some El Paso extras have lives changed by inclusion in major Hollywood blockbuster.
0: There, There's also like a good scene at the end, though, of them flying the helicopter over like the city. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I forgot about that one.
1: Big. Yeah. This is this city. I mean, this city. This movie is a big win for El Paso this this weather extreme weather event is ex- Look is how a big one
0: tranquil it looked over here i know man we were, we're fine we're we're Perfectly good fine.
1: The, okay I, I i should i should we talk about the weird stuff now about the, like so many questions let's do that in the next segment okay okay next segment we will come back with the many questions we have about this movie <laughs> we'll be right back Okay, we're, we're back with questions. So, Emma, what, what is your initial, like, w- what okay. moment?
0: So, when they're saying, like, what do we do? And Dennis Quaid's like, well, we have to evacuate, like, just south of this line to probably Mexico's okay.
1: best. Okay, first of all, Dennis Quaid <laughs> just draws a random line.
0: Like, down the middle. Like,
1: down the in the middle of America. And basically says, you have to evacuate everybody below this line. And above everybody this
0: else,
1: line. like, what the, do yeah, we do with Bonners. everyone else? Just... You know tell them to try to write it it out And pray and pray Pray Pray. Pray. and you're just like oh dang Man (laughs) okay and so like My like here's my honest question Are they going based On the line he drew Or is somebody like Is there something more scientific They're like looking like is Is Denver in or out Like I don't know right Some intern is like having to make a call Like what's uh, your zip code That's right (laughs) Okay, so you have questions about so, that.
0: So, okay. The president was too down on the idea of Mexico. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. was like, what do you mean? Because he was like, are you out of your mind? The president or yeah. the vice president? No, wait. was it the vice president? I think he's a, I think, the... I don't remember The bad guy is the vice president. The president was his Because he's Dick Cheney. He, had, he looks oh, like Dick yes, Cheney. Yes, it was That's a very, yes. like, dick... It was a very, Cheney, like... Very yes, Dick Cheney, yes.
1: Cheney-like guy.
0: But he had this tone... That was very like, you expect us to go there, yeah. there, down there?
1: Yeah. And it well, okay. Gen Z. Uh, yeah. Weird. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, my first geopolitical thought about the movie is this. One, if we actually wanted, like if this happened and we're like, yeah. we got to get to Mexico, bro, we are taking over Mexico. <laughs> there, yeah. Like, there how are we going to no, do this? There's no like, we're grateful for the Mexican hospitality. No. You're like, bro. <laughs> We're the captain now. Yes. We're the captain of Central America now. This is ours now. Like, we live in a city with the first armored division. Like, so literally, one of the biggest armies in the world is in El Paso. We're just rolling down into Mexico City. Oh, boy. And taking over. Okay. So that's the first thing about this.
0: We're not escaping. Yeah, we're not escaping.
1: No, no, no one's like, oh, what are we going to do? We're like riding tanks down to Mexico City. First of
0: all, we don't need to go anywhere.
1: No. And that, yeah. Second, second, second of all, (laughs) why is everyone going
0: into Mexico? I don't know. Why was that the only option? Do we not have enough room in the Southwest? Yeah. Okay. Because initially that first map that he draws, it's like El Paso and then that line. They're like, everyone here is fine. So it's like, okay, everyone just go to like, where is it? Brownsville? Yeah. Okay. You know? Has anyone
1: ever like, this is, Who my, goes ma- to Brownsville? This is my question <laughs> about this movie. Has anyone been to the Southwest I that was making so. this movie?
0: Nobody did.
1: Because there is like for hours, for five hours in every direction of this, of our city, there's literally nothing.
0: Yeah. No, there's plenty of room. You can there's, set up so many like emergency camps.
1: And you know how many big Texas is? You know how far Texas yeah. goes down? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or even like south of Florida. Yeah. Like what? What did he say? Florida where it hasn't. Unless they flood. Well, I mean, they're
1: going to be flooded, but they're used to flooding.
0: They know how to handle floods. just like, ah, it's another big flood. Just the creatures of the deep will come up. That would have been more realistic. Yeah. Swamps. So essentially. (gasps) Why isn't there a swamp? Swamp Monster disaster movie that because uh, it's horrible and there's it's one it's Florida. pretty good
1: called Crawl
0: that sounds oh, that horrible sounds with a
1: giant uh, uh, crocodile uh-uh. trying to kill this this girl who's like
0: megalodon in the middle of a hurricane and <gasps> that's a shark oh okay know.
1: so that's what what that's what would happen we either would take over Mexico okay or just move everybody to Southwest and Texas yeah, it's which brings me to my second geopolitical point about this movie obviously like the the most ham-fisted environmental fable ever made. Yeah. Like, like we all get it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at no point do the script writers or the director assume that we are getting it. Right. So, like in between, it literally is like in between disaster scenes. They're like, just a reminder. <laughs> you could have prevented this yeah. if you had bought. Yeah. <laughs> The flipping carbon emission Uh reduction things that we were pitching.
0: If you had bought your own bags and brought them to the store. Your own canvas bags.
1: (laughs) And I really like I this is the kind of movie that it feels like it's about to get to that level. Yeah. It's about to get to. If only people had brought their own bags to the store. (laughs) This never would
0: have happened. Never would have happened.
1: And if only. It's very
0: guilt trippy. Yeah.
1: I thought they were going to get down into like, if only America ate less meat, which meant that less cows would be subsidized by the government and produce less methane. And if we had subsidized vegetables instead, then we would be okay. Okay. Because that's like, that's like, so it's like, that's, that's where you get to. But the funny thing about it is this. Again, as we just established, everybody's just moving to the South. Like, everybody in Mississippi is like, well,
0: yes, we got, we we got, got some, some Yankees.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they're all charging the Yankees. So, here, imagine this 10 years in the future from this movie, like from this mm-hmm. event, essentially, here's what's happened to the United States. Everybody in the South is in charge. Oh, no. <laughs> and all the Yankees are like the day laborers in Mississippi and Alabama wow. and Texas.
0: What a dystopian future. That sounds horrific.
1: <laughs> and they're like, "Well, it looks like you got another field to pick cotton in, my uh, Ricky. Yanky boy." <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, what? Are we back? Are we back What to happened?
0: You mean all the people in the townships that they yeah. they thought all they were all so the townships. Much better than yeah. us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is a shout out to Andre, our friend in the township. Townships. Uh and and, and here's the reality like Everybody in the South is the people that the movie is aimed at, Mm -hmm. but the movie is basically just like, well, actually, they'd be fine. They're fine.
0: You're at the mercy (laughs) of the Southerners. You
1: have all the Southerners in charge in 20 years, and the
0: New Mexicans, and the New Mexicans. Combo, bro.
1: You do not want to live in a dystopian (laughs) world where the New Mexicans are in charge. No, like no, like it is not good.
0: It's not going to be pretty, guys.
1: Oh man. Okay, so. uh, In lieu of, unless you guys have some really specific trivia This is absolutely not self-explanatory movie (laughs) Um, I have two things I want to cover In the trivia segment, in lieu of the trivia segment The first one is, uh, what is the thing If you were making a disaster movie that you would destroy To be like, now this is serious Because every movie has a thing Mm -hmm. Like Independence Day where the beam comes down and blows up the White House Or like this movie where they tear the Hollywood sign apart, you know, or uh, what is it in Deep Impact? It's like the giant wave comes and it's 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 like the no,
0: just the giant wave. Comes oh, just and the kills wa- the girl yeah, with her yeah. dad. Yeah, and the, it's uh, the saddest part ever. Yeah. No. Well,
1: yeah. Don't talk yeah. about it.
0: I think it's has to be the Statue of Liberty.
1: Well, is it? Well, it's classic. Can you think
0: of anything well, more American does Wait, it have to be American? It,
1: well, because there's lots of other places. Like yeah. Roland Emmerich blows up all... He blows up the Taj Mahal. He blows up like all kinds of things. I don't know if the I'm, I'm Eiffel saying Tower. the Taj Mahal
0: or the Eiffel Tower come down. I'm like... Mm, I'm still okay.
1: Yeah. So what for you would it be? What would it be if like... If they... If you, and you can't pick the Statue of Liberty. Like what would what? A, a thing be that would be like... Okay, if you just... Like if I was making a movie and I'm like... Yeah, this is destroyed. Look at this. <laughs> to be like now know. it's serious.
0: I don't know. Because here's the problem. Everything is actually smaller than you think it is.
1: Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, that's true.
0: Like when we went to London and we saw Big Ben, dad was like, wow, that's not so big. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of true. I was like, oh, I thought that was a lot bigger. Yeah. I'm not sure about Paris or like anything else, but I anticipate if I ever make it there, I'll be like, oh, that's not as big As I was expecting it to be Right Like it's perspective Yeah I know I
1: what know. it would be What For this family at least The
0: Alamo The star Oh I didn't even think about that Which is also oh, that would be very cool. small Oh
1: my <laughs> gosh It is very small It's like bro, Oh it's a house If there was a disaster movie With a bunch of Texans oh. And like a tornado comes through And destroys the Alamo Every Texan no, would be lose like, lose their minds.
0: What in the, you know? Yeah, that's where we get our spirit. Bleeping, bleep, bleep! People like storming <laughs> out of the
1: theater. What the cuss? This cussing movie. No, it's cussing on. You know, these aliens <laughs> yeah. are gonna cuss and die. Yeah. Every Texan, you know, that would. That's actually a great one. That's not the one I had. My What's mine was yours? gonna be. Main Street, USA. Oh, my
0: God. Okay, see, so that would make it very dystopian. Oh, oh man. Because, so like, a destroyed tremendous. Disneyland. Yeah,
1: a destroyed, like, with Disney, with, like, mascot. Floating the, Just characters. imagine the Mickey Mouse head, like, blowing across the, the, the dirty Main Street, <laughs> USA ground. That's terrifying. <sighs> you know? That's
0: awful. And I don't want to think about... The
1: It's a Small World animatronics. Uh, like, stop!
0: Animatronics. Sometimes I think about... At night Disneyland at night Or like I don't know if you have this fear But I'm afraid of things When they're closed Yes me too oh, yeah. like, like stores yeah. Things that could turn on Yep Well I'm just afraid of things yeah. Like grocery stores When they're closed Things like that You know, well, Disneyland I, when it's at night I would be
1: afraid of that The cat army That they have in Disneyland Yeah I what? The Somebody cats. needs to make A horror movie what?
0: About the cat army Emma What are you are talking about Are you serious about? You don't Look know about up, this honey. What are the cat army Oh my god! They take gosh. care of all the rodents there Are you kidding Have you ever seen a mouse At Disneyland Never mm.
1: How much food is on the ground
0: Yeah Do they just release cats Like after there hours There's an army yes. Stop cat. That's <laughs> no, disgusting No this is real Feral is, cats Yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're feral or trained Well
0: they have to be feral They're actually, killing There's actually a might be trained There's a
1: great clip with Ryan Gosling Talking about it Where he's on some talk show And he's like Yeah what? yeah, Cat army What
0: Yeah This yeah. is real
1: That's That's the real. real End of the world movie No stop What
0: The Epcot ball
1: Oh, it man. falls. Guys. The Epcot ball falls.
0: Doom. Like The Epcot doom. ball? I'm
1: like, now this is serious. Yeah. Now this is, yep. no joke. There man. you
0: go. That's it. Or the distorted, like, small world sound. <gasps> it's a small world. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or for us, the last thing, the, the last, like, okay, destruction of, like, oh, now this is serious. Would be the destruction of Colonial Williamsburg. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh! We love we love ourselves some Colonial Williamsburg. <sighs> Greenhouses like, destroyed. Um, you know all these tourists and actors running. Ah, no. And the the governor's mansion, the, the governor's, governor's
0: mansion. mansion, the heart of America. Oh man. Okay. okay. Now the yeah. hearts moved to the south.
1: Yeah, that's right. But I do love the Alamo. That was a great on the fly pick. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. So my second segment is. Uh, pick your end-of-the-world disaster team
0: I could not do this I cannot okay. do this
1: What? Why?
0: Because it's so It's uh, Okay <laughs> You okay. have to give so, me the criteria So again. here's the
1: Here's the Here's the scenario Why don't
0: we lead off with yours Here's the
1: scenario Alright It's the end-of-the-world moment As we it, know it. it It could be It could be killer tornadoes It could be um, An asteroid headed to the earth It could be dinosaurs have reemerged. It could be Uh I don't know, gen- you know, some kind of what, you know, uh, solar flare, you know, uh, some you know, whatever, some disaster end of the world thing. Okay, Volcano. Remember there's a volcano <gasps> movie, volcano blows up or earthquake, you know, earthquakes mm-hmm. like okay, so tearing it's through the end of the world, Cravassos. end of the world. You, you got to pick a team in your, for your movie Kay. that like this team's going to be your end of the world, save the world team. Uh-huh. So it's not going to be, we can't do like day after tomorrow okay. where like, Dennis Quaid basically is like, there's nothing you can tell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not helpful. Uh, this is like, we're going to try to save the world. This is an Armageddon scenario Ugh. or a volcano scenario mm. or a San Andreas scenario or San a uh, towering Inferno, okay. the Poseidon adventure, all that stuff. So you've got a, a kind of an end of the world scenario. you got to pick one scientist, <sighs> one government official, one action kind of like punch sharks in the face person okay and then somebody else you can pick anybody wild card for the fourth so i'll get i'll give you does that make sense yes yeah. okay so I'll give you mine so uh first of all i'm 100 percent for my government dude i'm 100 percent picking billy bob thornton from <laughs> oh armageddon my gosh because nobody's able to deliver the crazy lines he is yeah you know
0: it's not dick cheney It's
1: what we call no. a world killer or whatever he says you know? no
0: kidding world
1: ender a world ender i don't know it's what we call the end of the worlder uh, oh my gosh and billy bob thornton is my he's my government dude okay uh my scientist all-time scientist jeff goldblum
0: see from, i was gonna pick that
1: okay you can you can put him on your team okay too, from independence day Okay. He's the uh uh uh. Well, yeah, well, uh see, we're see be, what we have here yeah, well, is yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> mm.
0: This is the problem? You know, I am heavily in love with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. But I haven't seen Independence Day in so long. Well, just think about him and that Jurassic I can't. Park. I can't. He plays the same character the same person, as, as same in Jurassic character? Park. Yeah.
1: Essentially, yes. Oh, man, okay. So then third action star, action. You know, like let's get it done. The Bruce Willis, the you know, the whatever. Yeah. Mine is. Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
0: Okay, <laughs> how
1: can you pick anyone like, else? There's no end of the world disaster movie that wouldn't have been better if The Rock was not it, okay, was in it. True. Okay, so imagine Day After Tomorrow, but The Rock is Dennis Quaid.
0: Okay. What? <laughs>
1: imagine Armageddon. Dennis Quaid
0: is gone. The Rock, the is, rock is him, yes. The okay. Rock is him. dad. Took me a second. The Rock
1: is Jake Gyllenhaal's
0: dad. Aw. Okay, first... Also, first, also, this whole movie is impossible. No, is Sam's fault. Why? What? Why didn't he just stay at the apartment? Oh, It's high yeah. enough. They're on the top floor. Yeah. Well, we, we okay. A lot of variables. To, he just had to get home to his precious mommy.
1: Yeah. A lot of lot of variables. Okay. So Daniel, what do so you expect? listen, my you didn't we stay for my wild card. Okay. What's my your wild, wild card? card is Bo <gasps> from Signs. A little girl.
0: Yeah. Why?
1: Because she's adorable. Emma, you haven't seen it. She gives us the stakes. You got to have somebody okay. that like is like. In, but why, what does she do? Why are
0: we trying to save the world? It's because of Bo.
1: Yeah, that's what she gives you the reason to fight. She's yeah. like, like uncle the rock Johnson, <laughs> are we going to be okay? And he's like, daddy's got go to wor- gotta go to work. Our uncle's got to go to work. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what would you guys pick?
0: Oh man. It's too hard. I want to pick Jeff Goldblum because I love him. Do it. But I also love Dennis Quaid very much.
1: Oh, Dennis would be a great scientist, man. So
0: I think I'm gonna pick Dennis as my scientist. Okay. I think I'm gonna pick Coach. From Remember the Titans. No yes. <laughs> yes. As Will Patton. Yeah, Will Patton as the the get it dunner.
1: Oh man, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you've got Dennis Quaid and you've got Coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean that's 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 pretty great.
0: I feel secure. I feel good. Then who is it, the government official? Yeah. Um I don't remember any government I, officials. I know that I can't remember anyone. I almost
1: picked like you can just cast somebody in the movie. I almost picked like Tom Hanks as like the oh, guy or okay. Morgan Freeman from always president. Deep Impact oh, to okay. be my president. Or- I
0: like Morgan Freeman. I think he's a good one. So imagine mm-hmm. he's
1: on the phone with Dennis Quaid and Will Patton. Like, okay, you're going to have yeah. to save the world.
0: He might take a little bit long to <laughs> get the point across, but uh, he's probably there, is calm. He's an asteroid. And then the wild card. Wild card. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know who the wild card is. Oh, I do. The professor. And the day after tomorrow, the Scottish professor. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. That's. That's. <sighs> I don't want him to pour, die.
1: Pour one out for the professor, man. Yeah, I don't you want know. him to
0: die. That's my wild card. Okay. Oh my gosh. Emma. This is too hard. Okay. Jeff Goldblum is my scientist. Okay. Of course. I don't know. I say Morgan Freeman. Okay. As a, the president. He's forever. always the president always. of our hearts. Calming yeah. presence. And then what's the other one? The, the action guy? No, action guy.
1: You can pick any action guy. <gasps> Schwarzenegger. We have to destroy the asteroid. I don't know.
0: I don't know. You could pick. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know anyone. I knew who, who it's supposed to be. <laughs>
1: who? My backup was going to be Will Smith from like from Independence Day. Yeah,
0: I don't. Or from Iron Legend. Yeah, Can I do Will Smith from Iron Legend. Oh yes, okay.
1: Vampire Hunting. Will Smith. Yes. Okay. Come that on, works. man.
0: My wild card is Ron Swanson because he's the person that I'd be like, he's going to sit in the corner half the time. Why isn't he in charge of everything? Though? Because that's the thing, though. When everyone freaks out, he'll be like, this is what we do. You do this. You do this. You stop crying. Oh, so he's like then the backup, like everybody's falling apart. He comes yeah. in. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like that's pretty good. You ever heard that story of Nick Offerman biking <laughs> and then like he breaks his own bike?
0: Oh my god! And like
1: then he, but he he's biking with Conan O'Brien. Of course, but he knows how to like fix his own bike and okay. put the chains and stuff back on correctly. And Conan is just like, what is what is happening? How do you know how to do how this? How do you do like, this? Some people just do. It's just like unscrewing and repairing his bike with tools that he had on hand. He's in like, his oh, pocket. I have-
0: I have one of these here maybe yeah so my that pocket. would be
1: useful yeah yeah I like it okay I'm in I'm in the the other okay my last backup is this
0: okay
1: I think any end of the world movie is great if you just port over the Fast and the Furious cast like oh yeah that's true <gasps> you Fast have it? Movie. what are you serious now
0: okay
1: <gasps> uh, like just imagine Vin Diesel like yeah, we're going to have to destroy this asteroid before it gets to us. <laughs> is he
0: Southern? No, he's. he's. I don't know why I'm doing a Southern like accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I
1: don't know. Who am I? I don't know whose voice that is. I don't, I don't either. It's like. It's like. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know. It's a su- occasion. Your um, your what's a-
0: his face in glass onion? Yeah, that's Daniel right. Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh. Yeah. We're so gonna, this is what we got right uh, now. This
1: is, so what we got right here is uh, uh, okay. All right. With that, we'll be right back. <laughs> We're back with uh, our borderline inappropriate segment. <laughs> uh, I think there's probably one particular one scene part. that stands out that even while we were in the theater, I was like, uh, <laughs> is Whoa. this is this.
0: Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> You're George Banks <laughs> loosening your hot button. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, who wants to go over what it's the, the details of the scene?
0: jake gyllenhaal has just been calling his father frozen and he is frozen absolutely to the bone mm-hmm. because he was in freezing dirty city water sewer water sewer water basically and he comes out and he's like shivering yeah very shivery and emmy Rossum's like we've got to get you some dry clothes <laughs> and so then she takes him upstairs and he's not warming up fast enough does she unbutton her shirt? No, she, no, no, she no, 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 no. does. It's I think she unbuttons bad. his shirt. Yeah. Oh, she unbuttons he, he, his he shirt. He takes
1: his clothes off.
0: Oh, he's naked.
1: Well, he's naked. but not then she naked, also takes naked. like one
0: of like she has like a cami on her or something. Okay, so she takes off an any article of clothing. Yes, and Just then warms him. A jacket. Him, a jacket. And then covers them both. Yeah. Yes. And he's like, "What are you doing?". I know. I and I'm like, I what do you think she's doing? She's oh like, God. I'm using my body heat to warm you. And then the worst part is they're, they're they're like talking, blah, blah, blah. And she's like feeling better. And he goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like.
1: Oh, guys. Honey. Oh, this is not honey. the time. Not the time. This is and, not the time. Okay. The best part of that. The thing that's most inappropriate about that scene is that the world has just ended, like yeah, like there are
0: m- bodies in the streets,
1: untold millions of people <laughs> yes. have just died outside. Yeah, keep it in your pants. And they're just like, oh, this might be a flirty time. Isn't this a, per- <laughs> a good time? This is this. a good flirt. I get, time? I
0: get the kiss that they have later. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Although this is what not does not make sense to me. You know, they have not brushed their teeth for days. Yeah. Well, but see, nobody's nobody brushed their teeth, so nobody I don't can. Nope. <laughs> i don't care i don't care if i haven't brushed my teeth for days if someone wants to kiss me like uh no 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 let's wait till the red cross gets here and we get some toothpaste and toothbrushes and then we can revisit
1: the the only other borderline inappropriate thing that i feel like is is actually kind of awesome now that i see it again is what when the old british guy is dying yeah he and his guys are just drinking They're just like knocking them back.
0: What else are you going to do? Well,
1: I know. But just like as a 13 year old, you're like, wow, these guys are they know they're going to die. So now they're just drinking. You don't get it yet. Yeah. You don't get it. You know, you
0: don't get the pain.
1: You don't get the pain of like, oh, dang. And then might as well. Might as well, you know, not save the bottle. And yeah.
0: Although I saw that bottle and there was not enough scotch in there.
1: Yeah. that's still like
0: rations. Get you inebriated enough to be like, I'm okay with this.
1: So the other category we normally do is uh, trauma meter.
0: But it's all trauma. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to combine it with the why did our dad make us watch this movie? Because there's no way to talk about that without them, the two of them together. Okay. Because here's the reality. Dad took you to this movie
0: yes.
1: as your first PG-13 movie. Yeah, Like, what in the world? It's about the end of the world.
0: I loved stuff like that, though. But, like, what is
1: it about that that our family likes? Because I think we all kind of like this stuff. I
0: don't know. Maybe it's the fact that we were homeschooled and we read a lot (laughs) about, like... Dystopia. I don't know. Like, I remember one of my favorite books being, like, the Children of the World book. And there were the, like, Victorian... Or the, no, the French Revolutionary Children. Oh my gosh. And I played that constantly. The poor French Revolutionary Children. The poor. And I only ate bread and cheese for days and milk.
1: Well, and it's true though, we read a lot of like Robinson Crusoe. uh, Like lots of. Do you remember Call It Courage? Call It Courage? Where he learns to survive on his own and then comes back home and then
0: dies on the beach. On the
1: beach. There's
0: also another one. Like I don't know, there were a number of books like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so the reality is, this movie didn't traumatize us over much because we'd
0: already been traumatized. we'd already been
1: traumatized by homeschool like reading lists.
0: And I yeah. love it.
1: Yeah. And I'm here for it. I'm all about it yeah. because I think uh, doesn't because uh, like I think that if you don't think about the end of the world, you're not a normal human. Like there's yeah. There's, everybody thinks about the end of the world.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're I think chipper. Yeah. And also, we are suckers for special effects driven movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially dad. Dad loves yeah. a special effect driven movie. And
0: like bravery. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and here's yes, and bravery. That's the other thing about this, because yeah. this movie is a Joe Alcantad like bravery movie. Yeah. Like what are the brave moments? The the Jake Gyllenhaal goes after the girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. When the tidal wave's coming. Yes. Although he waits a little too long to like get going. He's scared. And I was like, come on, bro. You got to like, move, <laughs> like you got to roll. Uh, Dennis Quaid's out there trying to save people. The Scottish guy knows mm-hmm. he's not going to get out in time. Yeah. Saves people. And then Dennis Quaid, man. I love. He
0: risks everything. I
1: love the scene when the guy is like, you can't do this. And then he just looks at his wife and he says something like, "I forget what the line is," but he says something like, "You know, I have to go."
0: Yeah. And mm. she looks
1: back at him, and she's like, "I know." Yeah. And you're just like, mm, "That's what it yeah. is, man." And the other guys go with him, knowing like, "Hey, Remember, we may not make it's it, sad it back."
0: Though when that one guy dies, I oh, know, he, he cuts the, the thing, he cuts the knowing line, knowing he's going to die. The bravery, man, the bravery <gasps> there.
1: Which I I love, man, because like I I do think that there is a one thing that Dad's always pushed toward uh, push with us is that you always want to have the value of bravery and sacrifice for other people mm-hmm. like rather than just like what makes you comfortable what's good for you like we value we want to value bravery yeah and, and and not just bravery for like being stupid sake but like bravery for the sake of others like that's the that's the thing with There's it, a purpose you know and the uh, so the interesting thing about these movies, the other thing that really reason I think Dad loves these is there were actually there was actually you know how there was kind of a wave of disaster movies mm-hmm, of yeah. like Armageddon, Deep Impact, uh, uh, with this one, the After Tomorrow. Uh, there was like a number volcano, uh, Dante's Peak. Like there was a bunch of them that kind of were in a run. Okay. Well, there was a similar run I think back in the seventies with. Um uh, with the towering inferno and the poseidon adventure and like when a number did, of
0: um third encounter
1: close encounters, close of, encounters of the third that kind that was a little bit of a different movie that was i That's think that, like was an yeah, that was early 80s that was eighties alien movie that was after et i
0: think we need to do that one eventually. yeah so
1: but but dad loved i remember talking to him about this he loved the original run of disaster Movies mm-hmm. with like Poseidon Adventure Towering Inferno those movies And then when they came Back around because everything comes back around yeah. to Like every 30 years when they came Back around he was like yes I'm here for <laughs> again. it, <laughs> and it like again and it's Like a very specific genre that yeah. Is not like right now the Genre is not disaster movie it's like Dystopian it's like after the Disaster has already happened mm-hmm. let's Let's be into that um, So I think yeah that's so would you, would you have loved this movie if not for dad or is that a big part of like why you love these kind of movies?
0: Yeah. I think like, I remember him being like really hype about it and me just being like, why would you watch this? This is a terrifying <laughs> thing to think about. Uh, like, awesome. I don't want to spend my
1: time like that. And what's funny is He's such an upbeat guy Yes yeah. He's like Oh let's just put this movie on And like millions of people Are just dying Everyone's it's dying true. Remember the lady in Hollywood That like closes the door And you're like yeah. Yep She didn't uh, make she's it She's
0: dead <laughs> Or like everybody They're interviewing on TV It's like <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Crash Horrible Yeah
1: Oof. Oh man Okay Kara Are you gonna let your kids Watch disaster movies Yeah Yes
0: Yeah mm-hmm. For sure
1: like are you going to make them watch it oh. or are you just going to be okay with them
0: watching uh, it? I don't think I'll be like, sit down. We have to watch this. Watch this. I feel like Asher would not <laughs> enjoy this. I will probably be like, do you want to watch this with me? I'll give you candy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Isn't that what going to the movies with your parents yeah. is though? literally is. Like half of the reason uh, my boys go to the movies with me is to eat the snacks. Yeah, it's true. Like you get a sugar soda. And do you a- want
0: some soda? watch this movie with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll probably do that with them but i don't think i'll make them there's certain movies i will make them like certain war movies like what Mm. uh like gladiator oh yeah oh really um braveheart yeah yeah what what else like certain like I'm Saving Private it, Ryan, certain things like that. I
1: will and I have and will make them watch like Godzilla, which is another oh subgenre of disaster movies. Monsters. That we, we haven't gotten into yet. But uh I think we're gonna try to finish the disaster trilogy. Yeah. It might be signs, it might be something else. So we'll <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh and listener feedback. If you write in and it's funny and good, like Mr. Shreddick, we will read You're it back. on the Trebek
0: Mr. Trebek No No It's not Alex Trebek. Are you just making fun of me right now You're no, just trying to throw me off I was Ricky said earlier Oh Alex Streddick stredic wrote it And I was like Alex Trebek, Alec Trebek.
1: No not no. Alex Trebek From <laughs> no. Jeopardy Jeopardy He yeah. is gone He's gone Yeah Anyway
0: We will read your stuff Yes yeah. please
1: If it's good If it's good okay not be funny Yeah but don't try too hard So try to be short don't try too hard. Don't try too hard. But be funny and interesting, but not like.
0: Don't like be weird. Cloying, and don't know? be obtuse. Yeah, and don't, don't be like sensitive.
1: film criticy. Like, oh, I love Terrence Malick, and no. why didn't you guys ever do the Tree of Life? Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have time for that.
0: We don't have time for that. We just want to enjoy these movies and our yeah, memories. Let, let us have this. And, and we'll let you have it too. <laughs> we'll give you a sugar soda. That's right. Yeah, you want to you want to be on the show? We'll give you a sugar soda. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's exactly. Uh, we'll give a free sugar soda to every person that writes a review for us on iTunes. Yes. And we will, I don't know how we will do it, but we will somehow get you. We will ship you one one, <laughs> haritos sugar soda, or. Sprite my kids are into Sprite. Oh
0: man, Sprite. I love Sprite. McDonald's Sprite. McDonald's Sprite, <laughs> Sprite is like an
1: explosion inside of your like soul. It's the best so feeling. Ever. It's it's like the end of 2001 where he becomes the star child and there's just stars and things I am going stars. on. Yeah.
0: Yes. When I am sick Yes. All I want in the world is, is a, sprite a Sprite with ice. Oh, you can crunch oh. it. Yeah.
1: And you can hear it like popping. The popping mm-hmm. Next deal. Like,
0: it's like pop, the Rice pop, pop, Krispies pop, pop. of drink. Exactly. <laughs> of drink.
1: Uh, okay, we'll give you a Sprite if you write us a review and we'll see you next time.
0: See ya.